You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome, everyone, to Grind Season. This is Anthony Sane alongside my guest host, Jason Smith, of the Jason and John Show that you can hear every day, Monday through Friday, from 11 to 2 p.m. on 92.9 ESPN and Odyssey Station. I'm Anthony Sane. I currently don't work for anybody, but I'm pushing a viral campaign on Twitter to try to change those type of things. Make sure you go on my page and uh, follow the hashtag. Uh, What's the hashtag again? Uh, 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 Let's Sane Cook. Hashtag let Sane Cook follow that and you can join. I like Sane for the city. Yeah, Sane for the city. That's what I thought was going to take off, man, but it ain't going nowhere. But y'all, yeah, follow both of those. Yeah, get involved in that. It's a, it's a powerful thing to do. Um, but like you, like I've said before, we do this podcast twice a week. You can hear us on the free Odyssey app or wherever you listen, choose to listen to podcasts. We bring this to you guys twice a week. Try to give y'all some in-depth, entertaining Grizzlies talk. Shout out to all the people, man, who support what we do. Uh, people who say they listen to our podcast. Yes. People who walk up to me saying, I know you from, I listen to you guys' podcast. It's great. I saw the clips. Shout out to Drew Barrett, our producer, who put in the video. Shout out, Drew. Helping people put a name with a face, a, a face with a sound, those type of things. Like we said, we do enjoy you guys listening uh, each and every week, twice a week to this show uh, where we talk about your Memphis Grizzlies on a bi-weekly basis. Bi-weekly means twice a week, right? Yeah, well, uh, no, that's 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 uh, you get paid every two weeks. Yes. Well, well, y'all get what I'm trying to say. Twice a week, yeah. But yeah, uh, we thank you guys again for checking us out. In the last since the last time we talked, the Grizzlies have won uh, numerous games. Jason Smith since then two. My, mem- my numbers are a little flog- froggy, two. a little foggy. Two to run, run it up to five, right? Man? Yep. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's five in a row total. They beat the Charlotte Hornets, and he also beat the um, uh, help me Orlando out. Magic. Orlando Magic. There you go. And the Orlando Magic Super Bowl against the Memphis Grizzlies. I don't know why they feel such a way towards us. I have some theories, but Orlando gets up for the Grizzlies game. You noticed that too, right? Yeah. Well, they want to be us. They want they want to be the Grizzlies. Obviously, yeah. they want to be that next thing, and they see you. I mean, and and li- listen, a lot of these young teams are in the same boat, looking at the Grizzlies as you know that. So. I think I think it's a lot of that. And listen, Paolo Bancaro is is that dude. I like him. Yeah, he, you know, they, he's the man. They got a little attitude now with him and, and Wagner. Yeah, they definitely bring the extra punch, extra mm-hmm. bring that seasoning, so to speak, to that team. Uh, but I think your point is valid though that uh, teams like the Orlando Magic look up to teams like the Grizzlies. No question, teams that ain't really much younger. I mean, than, I mean, much older than them if 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 we are older because you know Lando's got some older guys on that on that bench too so I'm not sure that average age I'm not sure I'm they're they're younger than us though huh I, I the Grizzlies the Grizzlies I, I believe fifth youngest in the in the league fifth right. youngest still and I think Orlando is one of those four I'm not for certain on that it's right yeah. around there but uh it's they're close like, uh, they got That's like not a significantly younger team no that Orlando team that, that Orlando team's got Harris on it he's an older guy now mm-hmm. they got um 
what's the guard who seems like he's been in the league forever? Who came out with Tony Roden? They were back. They're in the backcourt together. Um, uh, um, they've got Fultz, who's now wearing. Uh, how long has he been in the league? Now nah, he's he's still a young guy though. He's no he's no older than Dylan, because he came out like with Tatum in them, in that class. I don't know. But anyway, shout out to Orlando yeah, Magic. Yeah, yeah, he's 25, but that's that's old for us. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Our 23 and 24 the main There's but, been, no, been that as well for sure. But yeah, big wins, man, uh, against those two teams. Charlotte Hornets, which is basically a home game for John Morant from South Carolina. He always tries to go big against that Charlotte team. Um, Orlando, like you said, a lot of animosity towards us. There's a couple things too with the Orlando game, man. Like, um, what's the kid's name? Uh not Doc Rivers, son. Uh, Greg Anthony's son. Cole. Cole Anthony. He um he feels a way towards us. A lot of these guys are like, you got to think about it. A lot of these guys probably feel a way towards John Morant. Because he's like, man, I've been better than John Morant my entire life. I didn't even know who this dude was probably in, in high school AAU. And, and, and to see John just leapfrog these guys. NBA players, a lot of NBA players don't really understand it, man. You know, they, they still think they're that dude. And they like, mm-hmm. man, John ain't that good. He ain't that good. Regardless of what he's doing, so a lot of those guys probably feel away towards guys like John Moran, who were those off the radar guys. But um, big win, uh, big a couple wins now, five games in a row, tied for first place in the uh, West. But with the tiebreakers or whatever, we're no Denver won last night, so we're not tied for the West. I'm sorry, but yeah, no, no, it's it's a tie, it's a tie. Uh, it's it, Grizzlies got a half. Denver won. It's tied in the West. Okay, yeah. So shout out to us keeping that keeping that pace, of course. What are your impressions, uh, Jason, for the last two games we've seen this week to keep that five-game winning streak going? Just more of the same. Defensively, Grizzlies are back locked in after that that nasty little four or five, uh, dropped four or five patch that they had. Uh, Jaron Jackson has led that. I think he had three blocks in the first quarter yesterday, and Taylor Jenkins said afterwards, I agree with him. Just if you, if you talk about his impact on both ends, it's one of the best games he's played. It's the first time he's been over 30, I think, since the bubble. Uh, 31 and 10 mm-hmm. last night, and it's the way he got him saying it's the fact that at the end of that game, when Orlando's cut it down to single digits, mm-hmm. instead of John ja Morant going and creating and having to finish on his own, you're comfortable enough now. With Jer- you and I talked about it on the show today, right? You're comfortable enough now with Jaron that as a first option, you're throwing it down into him again, need a bucket to finish off the game, and he's scoring over a you know a 6'9, 6'10 Palo Bancaro easily with a nice little hook. It was inside out. It was what uh, a lot of us have wanted to see, the kind of offense a lot of us have wanted to see from Jaron Jackson, you know, for, for his career. Only took th- three threes, knocked down two of them, goes, what, 10 of 11, 11 of 12, whatever it was from two. Oh, so it yeah. was it was what Jaron Jackson was in that game and saying hoping to see more of that Jaron Jackson. And, again, a team believing that he can be, you know, second option. Hey, first option if we need a bucket in the end because – we haven't seen, you know, that Jaron Jackson we saw yesterday. We haven't seen that dude since the bubble. That confident and doing yeah. that much stuff offensively inside the arc. It was, it was, uh, it was fantastic to see. Yeah. Uh, another thing too about Jaron is he's such a matchup problem for so many teams in the league. A lot of these teams these days don't play a true power forward. They're playing a guy that's really a small forward, even shooting guards. We've, I've seen guys, I've seen teams who rolled out six four, six five guards at power four you know what i mean mm-hmm. and a guy like jaron jackson no no power forward can guard him at all and if you put your center on him it just makes it just makes uh steven adams be able to do even more wreak even more havoc 
And also, Jaron is a mismatch for a lot of centers, too, because he's he's more athletic, he's faster, he's longer. Uh, he can put the ball on the floor. He's really he's really a matchup problem when he gets that confidence, when between the ears and in his chest, his heart. Uh, when those two things lined up, he's he's a dangerous mismatch for anybody. Um, we, we, I was just going to say, I think we just seen a kid figuring it out, saying we talked about this, what, earlier in our, what, a few podcasts ago, maybe it was when we first started this thing, like realizing how much of a mismatch I am. It's, right. it's so much of a mindset. Yep. It's still right? a work in progress, just like John Morris. Oh, it it's team. not done. It's not just going to be done like a switch, and all of a sudden he's there. It's going to go up mm-hmm. and down. And especially right. with, the, with the foul issues that are constantly still, you know, you set yourself back a little bit. But, no, nah, man, if you can continue to get this on a fairly regular basis, a guy who believes I'm a walking mismatch offensively and, and again, is, is playing it inside out rather than outside in. Mm-hmm. Dude, he's, he's – this is – if you get this Jaron – Saying hat for the first half of the season, for the most right. part, he's an all-star. So that that's this is the next level in terms of him making the all-star more games like he had against Orlando and, and doing it against the better teams in the league. I believe he's capable. Speaking of all-star, we'll we'll talk about John Moran. Getting there, not this year though. You know that. Yeah. Speaking more of all-star, yeah, speaking of all-star, I'm I'm not gonna jump ahead because we will talk about um John Morant and the all-star voting came out uh yesterday. Sticking with All-Star, though, All-Star votes came out. Jaron Jackson Jr. was nowhere listed in the front court. Right. Do you think that some – because this happened last year. I remember last year when they were doing the um, – picking the alternates or whatever, Jaron wasn't picked as an alternate. And in games after that, Jaron went on a tear. I don't know if you remember that or not. Mm-hmm. Do you think some of this stuff from yesterday was Jaron like, all right, so I'm not all y'all don't y'all don't y'all ain't voting for me, huh? Let me show you something. Do you think that that could have had something to do with it? Well, I vote be, yes. I, I would say they'd be taking a page out of, uh, out of John Moran's book, and I would say mm-hmm. I'd be all for that. Saying if you yeah. know, we know we know how personal John Morant takes things like that, and I would imagine mm-hmm. John probably took it personal too that he was 17 <laughs> in total votes. But yeah, if if you're Jaron Jackson. <laughs> And you and and listen, he needs to like Lori Markkinen's having an All Star type season. If you're gonna, you know, if you're gonna even get into the conversation, you you got to have more games like last night on a on a regular basis. So whether it's you know getting fired up that his name wasn't on the list or just knowing, look, I got to do more, and and saying them trusting him to get the ball more in that spot in moments like right. again last night in the end of the game, you got an advantage right there. He can't stop your left hand, and so right. all of it coming together, but. No, man, I, I, I'll take it any way I can get it. Um, I, I think we're talking all-star. I know, you know, we, we we were hoping for, I think I think in the next couple of years, that said, oh, that that defensive player of the year is all the way within his right. within his sights. And it, I think that should be the goal this year, that and first-team all-NBA defense. Right. If, if I'm Jaron Jackson Jr. and I'm looking at the front court votes and I'm like, all right, I'll give you, I'll give you LeBron, the GOAT. You know what I mean? Uh, you oh, you're gonna, you gonna give me LeBron. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> now, LeBron, we're gonna take until LeBron gonna we take. Let's talk about with Cole Anthony, man. These guys are really unaware of kind of where they are in the whole grand scheme of things. Like we saw Deion Waiters say he thought he was better than Kyrie Irving. We remember that, right? <laughs> These guys, you know, they're irrational. If I'm Jaron Jackson, I'm like, okay, I give you LeBron. That's the GOAT. Two-time MVP Jokic. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you that one. Anthony Davis, AD's having a crazy season. Yeah, whatever. Zion, yeah, he's an all-star. Andrew Wiggins. We can't no matter what they do. With, with I, I'll give him his props for the playoffs last year, but I don't need to see Andy Wiggins in any more All Star games. With, more, with uh, Andrew Wiggins with more All Star votes than James Andrew Wiggins. Yeah. What did I say? Yeah, Andrew Wiggins with more All Star votes. Yeah. 
Yeah, with more all-star votes than John Morant. We'll talk about that later on. That's ridiculous. Paul George, you know, he's a he's a he's a he's a player. Laurie, Laurie Markham, of course, having a great year. Draymond Green, whatever. Kawhi Leonard ain't hardly played, but he's got more votes to be. Kevon Looney, come on, man. If, if, if I, that Kevon Looney would have made me lose my mind if I'm Jaron Jackson Jr. And I understand why he would have what he would went off for 31 against uh, the Orlando Magic or whatever. But um, we'll talk about more All Star stuff as well. But if I'm if I'm Jaron, Kevon Looney would have made me feel away for sure. He, I mean, saying he's gonna get there. He's 23. Mm-hmm. Jaron's gonna have multiple All Star appearances. Um, yeah. but and, and if now can be a motivation for him, it's just good to the it's it's just mm-hmm. to the good. It's good for the Grizz. So another factor that I think kind of has led to Jaron's um, good play as of late is that it seems like John Morant is being really intentional about getting him going. That was one. That's been one of my frustrations oh, yeah. for what five years? No, four years now. Is how it's like. Okay, when you've got a guy the caliber of a John Morant, and your second best player on the team is Jaron Jackson Jr. Why don't you guys have better chemistry? And we've been seeing it, man. These last couple of games, we've seen Ja be very intentional. When yep. when when Ja drives to the basket and teams are uh, trapping him, he's finding Ja for those dump off passes, for those alley oop passes, things like that. Instead of finding Stephen Adams, who's not a good free throw shooter, he's throwing the ball above the rim to a Jaron Jackson Jr. who's making plays, and it's really working. And I think that that's that's that t- that tinkering with the offense. Uh, I'm down for it for sure. But like I said, salute to salute to Jaron. For stepping up and soup for job, man, for understanding, you know, if I can get this guy going, it's gonna make my night easier, make everyone's life easier. And yeah. get easy W's. They and both can, I'm yeah. with you. They both they both have all the all the skills to have a, a two-man game that the league can't stop. And so it, it's you know, between the between the two of them. So um mm-hmm. hopefully we're seeing the signs of that coming together here over the next few years, man. That I, I just remember, you know, I I know it's it's different in terms of how they did it, but you could not stop Carl and Stockton. You you couldn't yeah. stop. It was a two-man game. You knew you it knew what was coming. And you could not stop it. And I'm telling you, these these players in their own different ways had have the ability to be that kind of two-man tandem in this league. Um we've been frustrated by it for years. It hadn't come together sooner, but it's almost again 23 years old. Hopefully we're seeing the, the signs of it. Yeah, I totally agree with you. Um the Grizzlies, like we said, have one um Two games straight since last time we talked. Five game win streak altogether. Very winnable games ahead uh, in the schedule. Um, you got their next game up. Got a nice break. They don't play again until Sunday against the Utah Jazz in Memphis. Five o'clock start. Um, we've been very good at home this year. A revenge game. Utah Jazz beat us the first two games of the season out in Utah. Mm-hmm. Um, big game if you can get that win, that'll give you the six, give you you know six straight wins. But there are a lot of winnable games coming ahead, um, for the Grizzlies for sure. Um, you got Utah on Sunday, Monday, you got the Spurs at home again. The Spurs ain't trying to win nothing, they're taking games, they're 12 and 26 overall. Then you get the Spurs again on Wednesday, then you got the Indiana Pacers, um, on the road next Saturday. Um, very winnable games before you get Phoenix back at home again, hopefully to try to get some revenge uh, from the last game uh, you played in Phoenix. Do you see, like uh, like Dylan Brooks said, opportunity to get kind of fat, a little fat over these next few games, to eat up a little bit? I do, and I think I think it's better this – I think it's more than a mirage this time. Last time they were saying that, and last time we believed it, uh, John Morant wasn't concerned about anybody in the West, and we saw that a, 
uh, this team got hit. The team went to that rough patch. That's exactly when they lost mm -hmm. the four or five. They come through that. And I think now, knowing that now it, uh, we can't just go out there again, whether that was the, the loss to Phoenix here, the loss to OKC, mm -hmm. you just have so many examples that Taylor Jenkins has got to point to. We got to bring it every night. And I think you saw the result. You've seen it during this five game winning streak. And you certainly saw it the last two games against some bum teams, especially against Charlotte. Like they knocked out Charlotte in the first quarter. So I think you've got a team that now, yeah, while, you know, was playing well, I mean, they had won seven in a row when they were feeling that way. There was going to be even more. You've got one now that's playing well, but that knows, listen, it's still game to game, you know, where we can't, uh, we can't overlook anybody in this league. And, and so it's a different mindset saying in terms of a team mindset, you've mm -hmm. been through something with that rough patch. Taylor Jenkins have been able to point to some things and, and have some teaching moments. So you feel good about it. I'd point to this. This is an opportunity, just like Charlotte or Orlando were opportunities because those teams were bad. You mentioned you're going to get San Antonio twice. Utah, I know, started the season like fire, beat you like you mentioned, but they're 20 and 21 now. Like, they've come back down to earth. These right. games are going to be some opportunities for you to, you know, we touched on it. That second unit, trying to figure out what Zaire Williams is going to be able to give you this season, trying to get him to a level, right, to see, hey, you're going to, you're going to be a guy on this second uh, unit that can give us some offense, that can knock right. down – some shots, especially, you know, by the time we get to the playoffs, you know, that Orlando game last night, we did, we touched on it, but uh, 14 points in 16 minutes after you've been playing behind David Roddy, you know, that's a good sign. That's right. the kind of thing. Of course, you want Jaron and Ja to continue to play well, but I think story B, story C saying is what we're seeing with this bench that Taylor Jenkins is trying to figure right. out whether or not Zaire Williams, right, can be a part of this. Hey, whether he's obviously comfortable with Roddy, would that be enough? Do you need to go make a move? Uh, obviously, if you're the Grizzlies, you've got assets, trade deadline coming up. So that other part of it saying is, I think, especially as you go over these very winnable games, you can you can afford to tinker a little bit mm -hmm. and, and in some games where Zaire can hopefully build some confidence against some subpar competition. They need to figure that out. They're going to have to get that figured out, yep. obviously, before, you know, ideally before the trade deadline. For sure. The uh, trade deadline is definitely coming up. Um, so that is something you definitely want to take a look at. That situation with the David Roddy, Zaire Williams. Uh, will one of those two guys emerge to be a guy that can be your, your your true backup wing scorer off the bench or whatever? The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Uh, you guys are, of course, listening to Grind Season. We are available on the free Odyssey app and wherever else you may listen to podcasts. This is Anthony Sane, of course, with Jason Smith. Uh, we just got done talking about the Grizzlies five-game winning streak. Tim taking on um, getting wins over the Orlando Magic. Uh, in the last game we played in against the Charlotte Hornets, both on the road. Uh, as we segue to other news, we will definitely talk about 
the trade deadline, uh, which is, you know, ever coming up uh, ever closer. Uh, we'll talk about Ja and the first All-Star returns in more detail. But before we do that, we will uh, talk about some news that we uh, that happened immediately after we recorded our, our last podcast. Uh, we uh, we went to bed on it, and in the middle of the night, we uh, we saw the news that broke about uh, Ja Morant being in some legal uh, issues. Uh, Jason Smith, I'm I don't really. It's not speculative because I believe Ja did admit to doing it. But uh, I've seen I've seen a lot of stories kind of come and go. This story literally did not do anything compared to what I thought it was gonna do. I was like I was like seeing this story come out at what three o'clock in the morning. I was like, yeah, let me let me see. I did what because I, I saw it pretty much um, in the middle of the night, and I was like, well, let me see what happens when people actually wake up. Story didn't get much traffic at all, much traction. Basically, what happened, you all know, this Friday. This this happened on Monday or whatever, but. Basically, John Morant was accused of um, being in a um, a fight with a uh, minor, uh, I think a 17-year-old man, young man, uh, at, during a basketball game at John Morant's house. Uh, the report says that the young man threw a basketball at John Morant and accidentally hit him in the face. That was his intention for the ball to hit him in the face. John uh, then retaliated and asked that he you know, take care of his business with the kid and then began to strike him and other stuff of that nature um we spoke about this on your show today on the jason and john show i had three words to describe my response to the whole thing learn from it you're not going to jail this won't affect your your nike deal or any other stuff you're doing but it very well could you could you could be headed to jail you could be losing all your endorsements and man you could lose your life you know what i mean <laughs> this I've seen people die over 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 least less than that. You know what I mean? So um Josh just has to be smarter, man. And I threw out a proposal on the show of how I would like that to do. Cause I think Josh has a heart for younger guys. He sees himself in a lot of guys. And I'm sure you probably saw himself in the young man he had over to his house playing basketball. We we threw this around. I think it's a good idea. Josh should get with Nike and be like, look, give give me some branding. I've got my own shoe. Let me get a crew of guys that I identify throughout my city that I play in, throughout the state, throughout the country, or whatever. These guys are your, my team job, backyard guys. These are my playground, backyard, you know, underdog type guys. Get these kids some NIL deals with Nike where they're wearing the job ones. And then if these kids end up being college players, they're wearing, you know, they go to Nike schools, they go to the NBA, they're part of the job's team, they're wearing the job one. It sells these Nike shoes. These type of things, but get out there playing with these, you know, high school kids. It may sound admirable, or whatever. Or shout out to job he's like a guy. He'll get out there and he'll play with these kids, but it's just not smart, man. Because that type of thing can happen. You're putting yourself in a huge liability. Um, I hate to even talk about this type of stuff because it's such a it's a story that can be so nasty, especially when you're talking about a kid that's underage. But like I said, it's not like Jock got to fight with some kid, you know, in the parking lot or in the mall or something or whatever. Walmart or whatever is is in the heat of a basketball game that we both kind of I think agree should never even happen. You know what I mean? So that, like I said, my three words learned from it because that could have been gone a whole lot different. Uh, I'm with you completely. Now, what you have to remember is with with a, a little bit of uh, you know, if, if you look back at this and when this occurred in July, it was just mm -hmm. a few weeks after Ja had signed the max mm -hmm. ex the extension. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. which which obviously changes the bank account a ton. But if you're asking a guy 
to change his mentality, right? And, right. and when I say that, I'm talking about, you know, you touched on it. Ja had an open backyard in South Carolina growing up. And mm -hmm. so to, to say, well, Ja, now you're a max guy. You just signed the deal a few weeks ago. Uh, now you got to change. And for that mentality, asking Ja to change, hey, now, now I'm not, I'm going to close it down. I'm not going to be, I can't, I can't be out there. Yo, this is going to be a process is what I'm getting at. Mm -hmm. Like, like, Ja has graduated now to another level that, yes, you'd say, well, you don't see the Tatums, the other masked guys out here getting in fights with teens. It's, it's you know, Ja came up a certain kind of way, and now that bank account has got him in a place where, you know, yeah, you always dreamed of being, but at a place where now your your actions have got to change. You got to tighten up. You can't, You I mean, it's as simple as that. And so, you know, I, I know a lot of people look at this and, and, and say, saying the reason it didn't go further or any bigger is, Thank goodness is that, you know, it helps Jai out there. There are no criminal charges for that. The right. DA decided that because, again, you got criminal charges talking about something different. And some people can assume still saying that this could be OK. It's just a civil case. And you got just some kid trying to who went in there with the mindset to go get some money off job. Mm -hmm. I've seen that take out there, too, right. though. I don't believe that at all. I don't believe right. that that kid that's went a over big there. Accusation. That's, 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 yeah. Go ahead. He, we, we both know that kid was invited over there. That man right. did not go over there with a plan to go get job for his money. I sort of resent the idea that you got, you know, that, that you got folks that's out the, here. That's some pretty pre-calculated wickedness, but, including but, saying, yeah, let me take one to the face, you know. <laughs> but, 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 go, uh, right. yeah. but going back to the point of why it didn't, in terms yeah. of nationally, get more of a pub, because a lot of people just think it's somebody trying to get some money off job. Yeah. No, yeah. it's clearly, job made a mistake. I mean, clearly he, he, did. Did. he did, even as frustrated as he was. I mean, you... Mm -hmm. You know, you 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 know a lot about this situation uh, in terms of uh, the 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 young man and everything else. Details, I know. You know, I it. Members, man. Learn from it. Learn from it. You have yeah. to. And there's all there's going to be you know incidents where folks call you out at the mall or 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 you know, uh, or somewhere else. That's you know something. You 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 can't get involved in all that now, man. Yeah. You're you're unfortunately yet yeah, you you still John Morant. But it's different now, you know, and, and he's it's a process of learning that, man, I got to tighten everything up. I can't I can't be involved in in what I have been in terms of like you said, man, I can have them guys over. I can still have that. Yeah, that that that, that relationship with the young guys. Memphis, but I don't I don't I don't need to be on the court playing. Them. Like who right. else? Is, yeah. Who? I would love to see something like that with John had. Like I said, his like a team job thing where it's like he has guys over to the house. They play. He he flies kids in to play, you know, and get them in, and they've got nil deals. I mean, and they're they're wearing job ones. I think that could, that could be brilliant marketing if you play into the whole. I can see a Nike commercial full of you know some of the top high school players in the city that Jaw hand picked to be wearing you know the Jaw ones, and that could be dope. I I could really see something like that for sure. But do that, Jaw. Do you get think do you think you'll hear about this from other players on the floor? When he's talking trash? Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, I, I ain't no kid, man. I ain't 17. You know, you'll hear that for sure. <laughs> you'll hear that for sure, man. But, I mean, you know, John talks so much noise. It'll, it, you know, it has to come back to him one way or another. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, mm -hmm. like, I'm I'm glad this is behind him for sure. Um, But, yeah, for sure. Well, it, well, and it tells you, too. I mean, he got the Nike deal since then. And yeah. I have to imagine, again, this happened before the Nike and deal. And I'm sure they, Nike knew about all and, that. And, were, and they were comfortable yeah. enough. Again, we're talking right. no criminal charges that they – and so that's the – you know, but but again, you 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 don't need instances of this saying going forward because we're, we're – again, it, like we talked about Jai earlier this season, this is coming from – we want to see him maximize everything he can get because in the end it only helps 
the Grizzlies, and in the end, that only helps Memphis. So we're, uh, you know, there's there's so much that this young man can achieve. You don't want to see it, you know. You don't you don't want to see it. Uh, I don't know. You know, you, you don't want to see him stumble at all. Yeah, we because he's such a big deal to the city, man. Like mm-hmm. the 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 uh, Christmas Day game doesn't happen without John Morant. The tons of national television games don't happen without John Morant. First in the West for the the, the, the farthest down in the calendar year for the Grizzlies. Um, you know, that that doesn't right. happen without John Morant. So we definitely need John to, to, you know, hold it together, bro. We need you. We need you, man. Invite the kids over. Cook us some Circle B smoke sizes, man. Get them some Tops barbecue, you know. Do that. Get them some red Kool-Aid or whatever. We don't need you out there going at them because they're gonna they're gonna try to what kid who's got any type of balls is not gonna try to show up John Morant even if he was a special invited guest to his house you know what I mean because you know if, if I'm a kid I'm I'm inviting my girl over but I'm about to do Jaz right, right I promise you I'm about to cook him right here I'm about to cook him like them burgers at T over there on the grill cooking I'm about to cook his ass you gonna throw John there with him you know what I mean so that's the mentality these kids have it's Memphis man these kids are a different breed of kid. No, nah, you, know you can you can still be a man of the people without the people yeah, being yeah. able to reach out and touch you. Yep. And I don't, people can't reach out and touch Penny Hardaway any chance they get. And yet we would we would tell anybody that mm-hmm. Penny's done so much for the city and everything else. But yeah. when you graduate to that level, saying it's got to it. be a whole another a whole another approach. It, That's it, where they Penny used to get out there and play with with guys, man. But it was guys that he trust. Guys. Yeah. Yes. Like you, you're not going to be out there with you know some uh, uh, a kid that. Right. That you barely know, and, and the situation gets to a point that it did, you know, this right. summer. For sure. Again, you guys are listening to Grind Season with Anthony Sane and Jason Smith. Uh, you can hear us, like we say, all the time on the free Odyssey app or wherever you listen to podcasts. Thank you guys uh, for tuning in with, with us for another week um, as we go into our final segment. going to do a little combo segment here. We're going to talk about a couple things, a little, little rapid-fire situation as we do our last podcast of the week. Uh, the All-Star Game returns came out. Uh, on Thursday? Yeah, came out on Thursday. Uh, we'll talk about that and we'll talk some quick trade deadline stuff like what do you make a move, do you not make a move, um, and where we think the biggest issue of need is. All-Star Returns came out. John Morant came out in third place. Uh, uh, about a million votes behind uh, Luka Doncic, who's in second place. Steph Curry, of course, is going to be in first place. Um, opt- one piece of optimism I will say is that John wasn't in the top two after the first return last year either. This feels a little bit more insurmountable than last year. Uh, what are your thoughts on those that first group of returns, Jason? Yeah, it's going it's to be tough to top Luka and stuff. That, that, that's the thing about it. But it, but it is good that Ja got that all-star starting nod last year. Again, mm-hmm. you, you and I have talked about this. The most important thing is you make uh, all-NBA in terms of that max extension. Get that money. So you can max that out. And again, you know. Would it would Ja feel slight if he's not a starter? Sure. Again, probably a good thing for the Grizzlies in terms of the way he'll play. But um, you know, I'm 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 I'm, I'm he's going to be an All Star. We have no doubt about that. What I'm curious to see, saying it when it comes to uh, the All Star game and sort of as it relates to the Grizzlies, is whether or not they, you know, you get Taylor Jenkins in there mm-hmm. if if you're leading the West. What a couple of weeks before the before the All Star break, he'll be the the Western Conference. Does if you're leading the West? And Taylor Jenkins is the coach of the Western Conference All-Stars. Do the Grizzlies really just have one All-Star? I mean, as much as I've talked about, you know, Jaron's got to get there, get there, get there. Would they not take a sec? I mean, it, whether it's, you know, as an alternate later on, whatever else. I don't know. Taylor Jenkins got a real shot 
because the Grizzlies right. are right there. You right. know, with the way they're playing and with the way you you laid the schedule out, what's in front right. of them, you got a, You got a real shot here for Taylor Jenkins to be the coach. And if he becomes the coach and the Grizzlies are leading at the halfway point of the season, we really just gonna say John Morant's the only All Star. Yeah, I think the the coach is not not particularly the the coach who is the the um the, has the best record. He doesn't pick the reserves, but the you know for the aesthetics of it, it does kind of seem like that the that the top team seems like they always kind of find a way to get the two guys on that team. I've said that I love to see Jaron in. I don't think that's going to happen uh, this year. I think that uh, it depends on man because you got to think AD's out, Zion, the two guys who are at the top as far as votes. Two of the top guys at the top are AD and Zion. Mm-hmm. Either one of those guys may not be playing in the All-Star game. Just, you know, being real about it. You got Laurie Markin, of course. I could definitely see a scenario where Jaron gets in, but I just kind of doubt it happens. Um, I don't, I'm not really discouraged about John All-Star numbers on, on the radio this morning. Also throughout, Jaron's John's kind of embraced a villain role in the NBA. <laughs> so I think he may have lost some of the some of the fans he had last year. And plus, it's it's kind of like even like in a not talking politics, politics like in a presidential election, when something happens one time, the people on the other side kind of come out harder in the next time to try to stop that from happening. And I think with Luca not getting in last year, I think the Luca fans around the world uh, are making more of an effort to um, get guys like Luca in. Plus, for the old guys like me who are celebrating the way that the they changed things back and they made it harder to all star vote, I think guys like Ja are suffering from that because. Uh, your little kids can't grab their mom's phone and and you know go spam Twitter or go create your own Twitter account and spam Twitter all day to get votes in. So I think that type of stuff hurts Ja too because he doesn't get those younger, um, you know, Twitter fingered kids to get out there and vote. Plus, I think that Ja has kind of embraced more of a heel role that's kind of hurting him. But that Andrew, that Andrew Wiggins thing is still wild to me, man. That he's still way up there on the votes, even though they thought that this the way they're doing it now was going to change it. I was just reading some of the rules because saying they get so convoluted, I have to go back and read. So the, the, the commissioner selects the replacement for any player unable to participate in the All-Star game, right. Choose choosing a player from the same conference as a player who's being replaced. If a replaced player is a starter, the head coach of the team chooses the new starter. Okay. He wouldn't pick. He wouldn't but he wouldn't pick Darren. He wouldn't no. pick from the reserves that are already there. So I right? guess that that's, that's where I'm coming with. Where the, I thought the coach had some say in this. But I think uh, his only say is yeah, yeah is if the replacement is the is the, the star. Coach, the coaches in the West vote for the reserves, and that's it. I just I cannot see, I cannot see, man. I mean, you, you you're talking about having the best record in the West, and maybe the coach too, and just Ja Morant. Yeah, that, yeah, that, that, that was my point last yeah. year. When I was arguing about people who were saying Ja in the MVP candidate. So I'm like, okay, if y'all are saying that. You, you you can't have it both ways. You can't say that Ja is a star player with no other All Stars, and that we're the you know second best team in the West, and then say that he's not MVP. He's not an MVP candidate. Like okay, you can't have it both ways. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. clearly, there's a reason why we're the top team in the league. So why wouldn't Ja be an MVP candidate? But yeah, um, also something else coming up, not just with the uh, All Star voting, not just All Star game coming up in February. Um, happening in the same month, of course, is NBA trade deadline. We won't go into uh, big details about the NBA trade that trade deadline, but I think that both of us do agree that a possible need for this team is reserve scoring, whether that's at the shooting guard position or at the small forward position. Do you think that uh, with the emergence we're seeing of Z- Zaire Williams kind of coming around, 
his health still being a concern, maybe uh, kind of getting his confidence. Him saying he's, you know, he's got his confidence. Y'all, y'all be patient. Don't worry about me. I'm gonna be okay. Him speaking that type of language with David Wright coming around. Do you think that you can get enough from those guys? Because my, my thing with the Grizzlies is John Conchar to me, great player, great role player, great at what he does. I don't think that John Conchar is a guy you want to be your second best shooting guard on the team. I don't want you. I don't think in a situation where when, when Desmond Bain is out, John Conchar starts. I don't think that's the ideal situation for us. So, do you think that the combination of those two guys, Zaire Williams, David Roddy, one of those two provides to give you something that can push um, uh, 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 John Conchar into more of a uh, more comfortable position, like something what he's been used to doing before this year? I, I mean, I think it'd be it'd be ideal because again, uh, uh, sure, uh, a smaller sized move to short up or go find one of those guys. Yeah. Uh, if you're going to use Danny Green, a pick, whatever it is, that that'd be okay. But I think the Grizzlies would probably prefer to get it done with Zaire to get it done, maybe with Danny Green. You know, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll, we'll see what, what he looks like. You know, whether it's around All Star break or whatever else. But you know, Zaire went three or four from three last night. We mentioned mm-hmm. the six or seven, but. You saw the shot, and you saw him knock that, knock it down, and look good. And I think between again him, Roddy, uh, uh, you talked about it obviously with Danny Green. If he can come around, come back from those, what it's it's two ligaments, it's a two ligament uh, injury. He's trying to come back from thirty five years old. But I think ideally they'd like to try to do it with what they have because saying I think you learn more about yourself. And we know this this you know we know this franchise not scared to make a move, but we know too they like what they got. I mean look at look at what. The investment in Roddy, first round pick. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. hell, he was behind Laravia. They believe in these guys, and so, it, you know, seeing it in the playoffs is where it's going to matter most. So you right. figure sticking with the guys they have and learning there would be the game plan. Again, if Zaire, you know, if we don't get more games like last night, and Zaire looks like he did what first 10, 11 games that he played. Um, um, if Conchar, I'm with you. That cannot be your 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 yeah. second best shooting guard right. if, if if and if roddy you know go is up and down as a rookie as you, you're going to be forced to make one but i think again going back to our point of the the schedule the way lines up you you got to get that figured out now to see if you think you can get enough yeah. again you won't get eyes on danny green for at least a few more weeks but hopefully after the trade deadline when you see danny green so what you got hopefully what you got from from zaire is enough to say you know what we you know if, if he keeps doing that you know, Roddy last night, I think, too, went two of three. So the two of them together went five of seven. You hope that continues and you can get it figured out with what you have. Right. Yeah, it'll definitely be nice um, in the next coming weeks to see, man. Like you said, uh, All-Star game is coming up soon. All-Star voting is about to wrap up soon. And you have um, the trade deadline, of course. So uh, with that being said, it's going to be a very interesting interesting next few weeks uh, for the Memphis Grizzlies. And you hear about it all here on Grind Season with myself and Jason Smith. We appreciate you guys for tuning in every week. Make sure you subscribe, share the pod, share the podcast, tell people about it, uh, like us, retweet us, follow us, subscribe, whatever you're doing. Uh, we appreciate you guys, and we'll see you guys next week on Grind Season.